What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man's Mr. Dominic Cruz, featuring ABC, NBC, CBS, Yahoo, and Fox, coming at you with another episode of How to Move On. Yes, another one, another one, another one, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at it again, and I hope you are having a phenomenal day wherever you are and however you're listening. And don't forget, and in, in, in wherever you are listening to, you know, make sure you hit that follow button. Uh, whether that's through Spotify, Apple, make sure that every time you hit that follow button, you be that, and, and, and there's like a notification bell that you can, you know, hit so that, every, you know, every time I make an, a podcast episode and I upload it, you be the first one to know. Oh, so um, today we got a really interesting topic that we're going to talk, we're going to be talking about, and I got a very awesome guest that I'm going to be bringing on. Okay. So first off, first and foremost, she is a writer. And uh, you know, and, and a cognitive science researcher. All right, so so we're talking big deal over here. All right, and you know, she's researching on digital transformations of human interaction. So basically, she's researching on like, you know, how people just interact with each other and stuff like that. What's the meaning of why this person does this and this and this, or how they say something? And basically, helping. She's basically helping people to build real relationships with the help of technology. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Daniela Duran. Did I say that last name right? Yeah, you said it perfectly. Oh, thank God. I, 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 <laughs> I make sure that I, I want to make sure that I say these things right, because if I don't say it right, then I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I said it wrong. I was trying to go for that one hit home run, and next thing you know, I hit a single, and psh, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you, Daniela? Well, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me to your space. I am I, I feel glad and honored. Uh, I'm having a beautiful day here in Mexico City. Uh, you will have to excuse me if by any chance you get to hear the airplanes passing by, but this is like a turnaround point. Exactly where my building is, they, the planes, they turn around and sometimes you can hear that noise. But if that happens, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I cannot control it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So you are a writer. Well, I'm gonna get to the other stuff in a bit. You are a writer. And let me just ask you, like, what 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 inspired you to be a writer? Like, what do you like and, and what do you write about? What do you have and stuff like that? Like, tell me about that. Okay, so um I started reading books when I was like really, really small. I think it was Four years old when I got my first book and I just before that my dad used to read all sorts of stories to me and I think the way words can create realities because when you're a child and someone is telling you a story mm-hmm. oh I think I lost you I can hear you oh I'm sorry it's all right. Go ahead. So uh, I don't know what what did you. Do. Um, no, basically, you your your dad was reading you stories. Yeah, and so when you're a child, it's it's beautiful that the way that you can imagine these these alternative places and worlds and heroes and everything. So um, I started to write poems and and short stories, and I I love the storytelling and and how we how we could use it to connect with others. So that, that inspired me to be a writer. And honestly, it's, it's my passion. 
when I write something, I'm just in the sound, you know? Yeah, I definitely know where you're coming from with that part. Because you know what? Like, I write as well, but I have to, like, have that motivation to write. Like, and in, in to really get me going and to really do it right. Because I can just write anything and, and, and it just comes off as, like, brain dump, right? But, um, you know, that's something, it's just something that I got to, like, get myself in the zone to. And then once you get yourself in the zone of writing, it just becomes something that you just fall in love with. And then over and over, it's just like, yo, this is dope because I am creating. And that's the beautiful part about it. Can I ask you a question about it? Sure. What, what? When you say about uh, the inspiration, the motivation, what what was your inspiration when you wrote that book? My inspiration was that I really wanted to help these men and young men and women to really, you know, help get themselves out and about, um, you know, to help them get over their their ex because you know it's it's ten simple tips. It is simple to do, however. They're also the hardest. It can also be the hardest to do because it has to. You have to be motivated to want to get better. And I know what it's like to be in that place. On like, how do I get over my ex? Like, how, where where do I start? Because all I know is stay in my room, isolate myself, and cry it all the way. So, um, and I did write a book a long time, uh, two years ago, but it had nothing to do with relationships. Um, but with this one. And, and it was, and it happened during, and, and, you know, writing this book during the pandemic, um, I really was like, you know what, I need to really let the, I, I need to really write this book. And I really need to be serious about this one. Like, what did I do to help, to help myself get over it? And how can I put this to millions of people, not just using the YouTube video, but, you know, in writing as well. And it inspired me to 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 do that. I, I I've had multiple people look at it. I had myself like look at it over and over. And I'm very proud of that work because it it really it it really was the things that helped me the most. And I know it helped a lot of other people as well. Yes, of course. I think that that at the end of the day, that is the biggest satisfaction you can have as an author. That you reach someone with a message that created something or that passed on the message or that simply evolved into something that you didn't even imagine right yeah definitely and, and let me ask you this what, what, what was your biggest takeaway from the book i think that it doesn't matter who you are what you're doing your level of, of success your level of toughness if you're not willing to be better to get better and to do better Uh-huh. These tips, they're simple, as you said, but they can be really, really hard in the way yep. to put them through in your day-to-day -day activities. So yes. once, you, once you get to that part, you, it's a milestone, but you have, to, you have to want to get to that point. Oh, I think I lost you again. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because of what? Because it's hard. Yeah, definitely. And you said it right on the dot. You said you have to have that willpower because if you don't have that willpower, then, you know, those tips won't mean anything. And that's and, and, and here's the thing, right? If it, it takes it, it will take some people years to get over someone. It'll take years. It can take years. It doesn't have to take years. But for some, it does because they don't know what to do. And one of the biggest things that I found was, why don't you just go travel 
somewhere, and I know understand in the pandemic, there's not that much recent place that you can travel to. Um, but, you know, maybe some people want to go to Tulum um, or, or uh, Cabo or, you know, or Cancun. But the fact that you can take yourself and put yourself in paradise and really experience a different culture, um, I, I really feel like that helps so much. And that helps a lot because it just it takes your mind off of it. You're in a completely different culture. You're not going to be thinking about this person some where you, you, you are, but it's going to be more of an experience for yourself. And you're going to be in throughout that experience. You're going to be learning so much of what you really have, what you actually offer, and you know what this life is really about. Because it's it to to dwell on someone that doesn't want you, or it just I mean, let me rephrase: to dwell on someone that it didn't work out with. It's 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 okay to you know you know be upset, be sad over it, but to hold on to it for such a long time. It's 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 slowing your progress and life down. It's slowing you down and holding on to the past. It 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 just doesn't work. Yes, it totally does not work. And onto that onto that point, I wanted to share something with you that um, for me it was a breakthrough, really. Um, yes. We we are not used to uh, take the pain that we feel after a breakup as something huge, when it actually mm -hmm. is, you can, you can feel so down and so depressed that you're not able to work properly, to think properly, to eat, to sleep. It affects us so deep. And sometimes we're like, oh, you, you'll get over it. Like it's nothing, but it's not. We, the reason we have this, this, this huge impact, like this huge response to breakups and why are they so painful is because we are wired that way. It's, it's a thing that is built in our system and it's, some, it's something that we are not exploring. Like you don't go um, after a breakup to see a doctor and, and he will not give you painkillers, right? He will only give you like, uh, you will have to take it slow and be with your friends and um this will get over and and actually yeah, yeah you, you can you can rely on friends i think that is one of the biggest hacks on getting over uh, a relationship but we do feel pain but it's emotional pain the fact that it's emotional and that is not something that you can touch it does not mean that it does not give you this whole symptomatology that you wouldn't have if you were happy in a relationship or if you felt accepted and loved. So a quicker way to hack the path through your pain is to surround yourself with people that value you, with people that cherish you, with people mm -hmm. that, that accept you. And that in yep. a way will diminish the pain, the biological pain that you feel and that you might not be able to understand or comprehend because obviously we weren't, we are not talking about this. Usually you would say to boys, Oh, it's okay. It's just a girl. You will get over it, man up. And then you will tell the girls, um, yeah, uh, he doesn't worth it. Uh, you were so much better than him. And I think these kind of arguments, they are like so unempathic with what the person right. is going through because she's not losing um she's not losing 
um, I don't know, a jerk. She's losing the guy that she really cares about. And the guy, yeah. she's not, he's not losing a bad woman. He's losing the girl that he cherishes. So I don't know about this. I, I'm really happy that you came with this book because I think we, we actually do need tips to know how to handle it. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, again, at the end of the day, it comes down to willpower. Do I want to get better from this? Do you, I mean, do you want to get better from this or do you not? Because if you don't want to get better from this, then it's just not going to work out. But, uh, you know, let me ask you this question, you know, because um, you do a lot of research on human interaction. What's what, I wanted to ask, what stands out to you the most when someone's dealing with a breakup? I mean, have you ever researched, you know, that part, human interactions, you know, with someone going through something like that through a breakup? Yes. Um, what stands out the most with that? The, the, the thing that, that hurts the most or that affects us the most is rejection. You'll see mm. in evolution, we, the only reason that we are what we have become today as a society is not because of protein. It is not because our brains are bigger. It is not because we walk into fit. Like those are consequences of us packing up and working together as a society. Yes. And in that society, we have certain arrangements. One of them is the care of kin. And the other one is sharing a relationship. So right. the reason why we have this evolutionary response to a breakup is because there is an inner fear inside of each and every one of us about being lonely and not being able to survive. And it, 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 it's irrational. Like you will think, yeah, but I do have friends and I will love again. But at the moment, is your body telling you like, this cannot happen again, you cannot get lonely. And that is why also a lot of people, like they, they desperately try to get back to their, to their excess or they are attached because there is a response in their body, telling a, a signal that they are not aware, but it's telling me right. you cannot be alone. You cannot be alone. <laughs> and that's also why a lot of people go and seek from another partner like in a heartbeat. And that explains why I, that, 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 that explains a lot why, you know, a lot of people do get back together. That explains my past behavior, um, you know, years ago. Yes. It's, it's really, when I, when I read it, when I, when I was researching about this, I was like, I cannot believe this. I really couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was, it was in the, in the front of our faces. And we have to be aware that there will be such a response. We are not talking about that every day, but we have to be aware mm -hmm. because in the, in the rebound response, we might tend to um, build some bad habits in order to counteract that, that, that response. And that's not healthy. Like go into no. Asian and liquor or partying or whatever. Food could be working out excessively. We have to be aware of what's going on. Let me ask you, why do you think, you know, you, you mentioned rebound. Now, uh, why do you think people just rebound to like another person? I mean, I always say it's because they want to speak 
you know, things under the rug. They don't want to feel that pain. Obvious that that's, that's the surface. But deep down, why do you think people just want to go to another relationship or just want to sleep with someone else and, you know, and, and really just act and really just throw away that last relationship uh, like it was just a just uh, car, like a, a card? Okay, um, here we have the time. <laughs> um, in, in general basis, I mean, each case will have its independent set of particularities, but mm-hmm. people that are not used to be alone, that they're not happy with them being alone, that, that, that have a lot of insecurities, they will, okay. have, they will tend to have a higher rebound response because they, 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 they really, 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 uh, they are really averse of being lonely, of feeling lonely, I'm sorry, or of being alone of having to hang out with themselves. They feel like they don't want connection. They just want some, someone by their side. They want company. Because when you connect with someone and that breaks up, the mechanism that goes in is more about reflecting on what happened and trying to learn where the things uh, went bad. When, when you are in the other mode, like, you are just trying to fill a void that has to do with yourself. It's pretty easy that you just jump into another relationship to do not have to feel the things that you are really, really scared about, which is who am I when I'm lonely? Am I really worth it? No one is going to love me, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's very interesting that, you know, uh, I know, I mean, a lot of people will say they just don't want to be lonely and, you know, there's just a deeper meaning and stuff like that. But I really like that you touched up on those, um, you know, there's, there's those additional points about, you know, people just pretty much people have these insecurities, these issues that, you know, oh, you know, I don't know if you said it actually that they've grown up with and they kind of like, projected onto their relationship. I mean, we've seen that a lot in relationships these days. And that's pretty much like a reason in that that's kind of like a red flag that, you know, I don't know, for me, that's kind of like a sign that someone will do that. Um, I don't know if you, if I'm making sense here, but, um, but they'll project some of those things onto their relationships. And, you know, when that relationship is over, they'll just branch onto something, someone else. And, you know, just avoiding, 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 uh, you know, the deeper meaning of their behavior. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Totally. Avoidance <laughs> is one of the things that we do every day. That's why we spend so much time on social media. That's why before that, we were so much time on TV. And that's why we sometimes do not get to have the willpower to make things change. Because we are used to give up too easy, to feel distracted, to yep. don't want to feel things and to do the, put the sweat on or do the hard work that we have to do. You know, in, in social media is like a really bad drug because it doesn't serve a lot of people. It actually, it, it doesn't serve a lot of good for people. I mean, I'm not sure on Clubhouse. I think Clubhouse is good. Yeah, <laughs> I think Clubhouse is great because it has that platform where people can, you know, express their feelings and actually, you know, people can actually heal just based off of that app. 
you know, with like, you know, when people asking questions and, you know, letting them vent and all that. I, I was in a room earlier uh, this morning. It was a heavy, heavy topic. Um, I don't want to get into details, but I, 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 I heard so many stories. I applaud everyone. Um, I mean, it was heartbreaking of what they were going through, but how they are healing uh, just by talking about it is what um, made me super proud. And it's what made me really happy about, you know, that kind of app, you know, letting people use that platform to heal through others um, around the world. And it, it, it's it's truly a blessing, you know. That that's the only social media app that I can say that's a positive. <laughs> yeah, I totally I totally agree with you. I was I was in that in that room as well, just for a little bit. And yes, I think what Clubhouse brings into the table that you will not find exclusively into other platforms is that you have a social human experience that it does not need any kind of filter. You just have mm -hmm. minds, hearts, and emotions sharing and discussing and adding up. And it's, it's, it's just alive all the time. You, you're not posing actively. When you speak, you're not posing because you cannot. You, you are or you're not. And, and people will, will search for you in other social media and they will find out if you're the real deal or you're just trying to impress someone, which I don't think makes much sense. Right, I don't, I don't think so either. But you know, we'll, we'll, let's let's go a little bit deeper on this human interaction, right? Because you know, this happened with me before too. Like, I would always reach out to my friends, right, and you know, t helping me out with this relationship. They would always tell me to break up, break up if I'm not happy and stuff like that. Which is, if I'm not really happy and I can't talk to my girl about it and stuff like that, um, you know, at the time then, you know, it is obvious that I should because if I'm so scared to communicate. Uh, that's not the case uh, to this day, but, um, you know, the kind of information, the kind of advice they would say, it's kind of like scratching the surface, right? But it didn't really register. However, post-breakup, it's still, I mean, post-relationship and it's the breakup, you know, they give the advice, you know, just sleep with someone else, just have fun, stuff like that, yada, 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 right? Some people will listen, but that, they, they, that, that wound is still there. However, someone, a complete stranger, uh, third party, nobody, and like you don't, you don't know this person, they don't know you. They're taking that time to listen to you. They're not even a therapist. They're taking that time to listen to you. And then, you know, they, 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 they help you out more than your friends do oh. with the information that they have. Why is that? Why do people, why is it that, you know, we don't really register with the friend uh, with the advice that we have from our friends, but we can register it with someone else that we have no idea. You just you just touched one of the most beautiful points in my research that I that I like. It has brought me so much so much inspiration. It's that it, it, the people do that because they want to connect and they can feel empathy, and that it's a beautiful thing to do, and that it's beautiful when it happens. Mostly when we're used to be totally indifferent to other people's pain. And sometimes people even make jokes with it, you know? So mm -hmm. being human is about relating with other people's pains. That, that's, that's what compassion is about. Like you can share the pain of the other person. Maybe you cannot feel it in an equal way, but you can relate to knowing what pain feels like. And being in the other side, empathy, real empathy has to do with, I'm not gonna 
uh, I'm not going to tell you that I know your pain or what you are going through is something that I know, that I know or that I am aware of how it feels because we, we really do not know. But I have been in pain and I know how it feels, the concept of pain in, in general. So I can mm -hmm. just be here for you and in complete silence and just, or just in complete um, openness to hear about your experience, I am here for you. And that I am here for you, that has nothing to do with giving an advice necessarily, or as you said, you don't have to be a therapist. Uh, you just have to be for the other person. That's like the basic line. From that, we can build a lot of things. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird to have a, a complete stranger to hear about every single bit of your intimacy, but sometimes it's way more healing because the other people that are in your inner circle, they are so saturated with who you are and your day-to-day -day, that they, they might sometimes not be listening to the real pain that you're holding. Mm, I really love what you just said. And, you know, that is... That is on point um, because like from my experience, I can say that, you know, I was always, always reaching out to my friends and, you know, they, I, I can hear it in their voice that they would get tired. There was one girl that I, one girl, I'm still friends with her to this day and I would always reach out to her, but, you know, she gave like good advice, but she just really just, she just let me talk. And really she just, I basically was venting a lot. But when I met, but throughout like this YouTube adventure that I'm uh, that I was on, and you know making my own videos and stuff like that, I met this one gentleman. And he heard all my stories, and we connected. And he just listened, and it, it it was obviously and it was an older it was an older guy, and he just listened to all my stories. And throughout that experience, and I'm still friends with him to this day. He heard everything, and he basically just gave me the best advices that I could hear and it helped me heal. Um, it helped me heal rapidly and it really touched up on things that it really helped me heal in other areas that I did not know I needed healing on. And when I went to another relationship uh, and that one ended, I said, I'm not dating. I'm not dating. I'm not going to go on dates and stuff like that. I, I don't want a relationship. dude. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Right. And Everything that this dude helped me on, he predicted of what the outcome was going to be and where I am today. And especially with that relationship that I was in that hurt the most, he made some predictions with that. And it came out to be like, holy shit, this is actually real. This is real. It's, it's reality. Um, so I really love that you touched up on like, you know, a complete stranger could really help you the most than your inner circle your inner circle because your inner circle is more sa they're saturated with you versus someone who doesn't know you um could really be that point that could be that factor to help you get over uh the significant other that you were dating yes and and onto that another thing is that is beautiful about engaging with strangers is that they give us perspective because they have a totally different background from the people that our friends super closest the closest friends that we have like we have a similar background but strangers like complete strangers they will have 
a whole other perspective, a whole other opinion, a whole other way to live their lives. So that sometimes adds up to what we already are seeing. I, I love it. I love it. Now, um, now let's get into the good things. Right? We're going we're to move to, let's get to the other stuff where, you know, when someone is getting back to the dating field, right? There's someone that's not dealing with, they, they, they have lack of confidence. Uh, there's one, there's, there's of course some that have confidence, but you know, they shut up, they shut down and stuff like that. Now tell me what kind of like the researches that you see on human interaction when it comes to dating. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm picking the field, I'm in the field, I got this options, I got these, you know, let's, let's go into this. <laughs> okay, that's a really profound question. I will tell you why. Um, dating is, dating is something we do both for, we do it for several reasons, right? We don't only do mm -hmm. it for uh, having someone to mate. We don't only ha do it for having someone uh, just to have as a company. We do not only do it for having a family. Actually, when we, when we are going to date, we have to have clear, the first thing that we have to have clear is what our needs are. If we do not have that clear, we will definitely feel attraction for other people and our hormones and our perception will bring us closer to someone that is um, someone that we like, that has what we're looking right. for in, in a sensory way. But that is just one part of everything that is required for a relationship. So dating, which is just like the step before actually going into a relationship is for me is a test lab of what you like, what you want and what you actually need. Because those are three completely different dimensions. What you want is something that you just desire. What you like, like is something that has uh -huh. to do with with your senses, with the way you perceive things. Is you, you whether like or dislike a, f a taste or a flavor, that's it. It's not, okay. not something that you can control. Yeah, you, you might build a taste with time, but it is something that is not aware. And what you need is actually what's gonna make you feel satisfied by the end of the day. So yeah, you hmm. might want a hot body. You might like a really tanned and firm hot body. And you might need comprehension, intimacy, security. So if you just go for your wants and likes, you will end up unsatisfied for a long, long time. That's why sometimes we see odd couples and then we see like, why is she with him? Why is he with her? And the reason is because the needs that are going to build the long-lasting relationship are complementary. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was that 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 was very intense, and you were correct on that. Um, because you know, I always tell people, you know, write a list of 
you know, your wants and don't wants, right? But that's just it. You know, people can say they want this and they don't want that, but they don't know what they, 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 they don't know what they don't know. They, they, they really don't because they don't know what they really need. So I, 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 and that's, I, I'm glad I stopped telling people now. I stopped telling people, you know, write a list of what you want and what you don't want. I mean, I think that list, that list is just to give you an idea, but it's really a, an idea to help you find what you need. Like, um, you know, for, for a lot of us, I'll, I'll use myself for, as an example. Like I would, I would need companions, right? Because, and, and, and not only that, but I would need like, you know, communicate, like, you know, that, um, that comprehension, that communication, that, that, that togetherness and, you know, that bond um, to build a relationship and, you know, just that, and, and, and really to learn not only about myself, but about the other person, how I react to people, how I don't react to people, how just basically what I respond to. So I really like that you, you touched on me, like we say we want this, and we say we like this, but what we really need is this. And then you touched up on, you see those odd couples and it's just like, Yo, why is she with this dude? And he's just unattractive, big, but it, it, it's deeper than that. Yes. Um, so I really like, and, and, and I really like that you said that whole thing because, okay, I have a mentor, right? I have a mentor. He you know, they're, they're, his wife is a model. I won't say what kind of model, but uh, in the adult industry. Okay, I'll just say that. <laughs> and, you know, he is a businessman. Now, when you look at those two, it's like, they, it, 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 it doesn't, it's very odd. But when they first met, and they built that really, and, and they first met where they, you know, when he first met her and stuff like that, things were there was something deeper. And what she told me is that she, she found someone that, you know, that provided that basically um, provided her something that she needed in someone else. And that and, 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 and I'm very glad that you touched up on that whole entire thing. Cause I don't think a lot of people get yes, that. Yes. And the, as you said, the wants and don't wants, they are, they are a step that we all have to go through because it, it, they make us realize if we are even getting what we want or not. Like there are people that are not even getting what they want or they don't even know what they want. So that's a, part, that's a step that we all have to go through. And the other thing is even when we, even when, when I'm talking about these needs and, and, the compatibility and, and stuff, the, the reason why, because the reason for us to be unaware of our needs is because we don't even ask ourselves about them. We don't even think about what do I need? Like, why do I keep on falling in these kind of relationships that leave me totally unsatisfied? Why? And then I go to my list of wants, but I do not go to my list of needs. If I keep on dating the same profile that goes well with my wants, I will be okay in the initial stages of the relationship. But if I do not know which my wants are, which my needs are, then in the long run, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on feeling like I'm dragged out 
And also another thing that is really important for these parts to review is, okay, what am I bringing into the table for the other people's needs? Like I am good in satisfying which kinds of needs. Am I empathic? Do I provide comfort? Do I, what do I do? Do I listen? Uh, can I be trusted? Can I be funny? How can I provide someone to the other person that fills up the other person's needs? That's something that we have to think about because they, they, that will make us improve as persons as well. Uh, I, I, I am going to say this. and I'm gonna, I, I am so thankful I have you on this show. Uh, and um, I'm going to definitely make an, a, a video on my Instagram and YouTube talking about this because it's not talked about enough. Um, you know, we can say we want, we can say we like, but you don't know if you really need that. And, you know, I, I that kind of brought me back to, you know, my past relationships. You know, I wanted this. I, I, I felt like, you know, definitely one of them, I both of them I really needed. I really needed, one of them was, uh, you know, to learn. It, it, I needed it at the time because it, it I guess to show me like, you know, I can have this companion, I can have this kind of person and stuff like that, you know, to, to listen to, to talk with, to build a bond with and stuff like that. But then, you know, after the whole relationship, it kind of showed me what I really needed to learn about myself. And that was a heavy one. And then after, and then in the next relationship, that's where I was like, okay, I need to spend some time. And it kind of showed me that I needed to spend some time alone, not being in a relationship because I needed to learn how I can love in such a way where the person I love feels free and, you know, um, and that's a, and that's a quote from Tita Han. So, um, and, and th honestly, I really am so glad you touched up on that. Cause that's like, it, it's just super valuable. It's like, damn, you just dropped the <laughs> mic. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a bit of a thing about, about go ahead, go ahead. doing research about what is going on what has been going on about us as human beings? Because then you can see it without judgment. You can see it in a broader Wow. Okay. So I hear that you're writing a novel. Can you tell us about that? Lost me, right? <laughs> oh, I did lose you. I thought you just like stopped. Where did what you, did you, did you go ahead? You... I didn't mean to go ahead. Where did you lose me? Repeat that whole thing. Repeat that whole thing. Okay, sorry. I... <laughs> just, well, I just realized that when the phone blocks, then you lose me. <laughs> um, so what I was saying is <laughs> that the beautiful part about all of these research that I've been doing is that you get to see the human perspective in a broader way without judgment and that you actually can shed light on points that we have not explored yet because we have been so busy in the day to day that we forget to go deeper, forget to explore our needs, forget to even explore our biology and know why we're having these responses. That's what I was sharing. I, I really love that you shared 
that. that, that you just basically dropped the mic <laughs> on me. Uh, <laughs> but I hear that you're writing a novel. Yeah, Can you tell us about that? has to do with another part of human interaction, which is uh, social psychology or social approach. It has to do with, with indoctrination um, and how sometimes we get into communities where we are uh, bullied or we are um, slave, slave uh, we become slaves of, of a certain group or sometimes we join into a coercitive organization, which is really common nowadays and how mm -hmm. you can turn the way and the perspectives of a person just by letting the social pressure to have a wrongful approach to that human being. And it is, it is, it is built as a novel, but I am describing by events the steps that we follow until we, are, we, we undergo through a um, reform of thought or the way we think about things. So the novel is basically about a young girl that goes on exploring the world. Then she jumps into an organization, which is like a meditation and leadership organization, and it turns out to be a cult. And then she does not know what is going on there because she comes as an spectator. And then you will see her transforming herself through the whole path of the novel until she realizes finally that she was indoctrinated, that she was manipulated, and what she has to do in order to escape the cult. Oh my goodness. Uh, I know what that's like to be part of something and it turns out to be <laughs> a cult <laughs> and you feel manipulated and you find out that you're being manipulated. It's kind of a tough journey to get yourself out of that and really start to, you know, be your own thinker. Um, man, I, I can't stop thinking about what you, you and I were just talking about, um, you know, the whole what we need. Uh, it, it's it's really like, it's got me really, like, really thinking. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, that is so, that, that is, that, that's so true. Um, but I, I don't, it's just it's it's a great conversation, um, you know that others I'm pretty sure others will have. If you know wherever you guys are listening to, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have it with your friends or with your significant other, whatever it is. Um, but uh, Daniela, I wanted to ask you. You can, can find me find on you? Instagram. I am as Laitara, L A Y T A R A, and. And then it's, uh, I think it's a dash, what I have. <laughs> and you will find me also in Clubhouse as Daniela Duran. Daniela with double N. And that's it. At the moment, I'm just in those two platforms. Since I had to do a whole rebranding, because formerly I was doing modeling. So <laughs> it was like, okay, now I'm going to change this scope. No. Wait, so you don't you don't do modeling no. anymore? Writing takes 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 oh, okay, my okay. time. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. And um, Daniela, I really appreciate you for being on this podcast. I mean, I think a lot of people um, have learned a lot just 
listening to this whole thing. And I'm pretty sure it's gave a few people some great perspectives and a different perspective and great perspectives. And you know, I just can't, uh, I, I really can't thank you enough for being no, on this Thank you uh, very much for having me. me. I really enjoy having the time to share uh, my findings because this is what I'm doing it for. So thank you so much for the space and I will be glad to have you on board also when I have, when I do have my, my content creation, just to pick your brain about your experiences and everything that you've known about this beautiful universe of dating. <laughs> oh, you know what? I mean, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to help you out. I mean, like, seriously, I mean, we, you know, we have each other's information. I can, you can, I mean, I'll, I'll reach out and like, what do you, what questions do you need right now? I'm, I'm you know, something that can, cause I really love what you're doing when it comes to this research stuff and it's been on, on human interaction because it's, it, cause psychology is one of my favorite subjects. I mean, I, I love sociology and psychology. Uh, they're, my favorites because I, I'm always intrigued about, you know, why this person responded to this, what this person, um, you know, it, it's, it's all fascinating to me. I mean, I got a B plus in psychology, so I kind of love that's why I, got, <laughs> I mean, it should have had an A to be honest. I'm going to tell you that it should have had an A, but they gave me an 89 and I was like, I was a little salty. I was a little upset, but you they know what? It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah they were but ladies and gentlemen i want you to say i want to say if you find this episode valuable i want you to drop a like if you can follow this episode uh, follow this podcast and if you find this information and of course it is your man's mr dominic cruz coming at you with another episode of how to move on yes another one another one another one daniela again thank you let's uh let's talk in a bit and um everybody enjoy your day <laughs>